0: Go to exponentbeauty.com and use code TELL20 for 20% off a purchase of $100 or more. That's exponent, E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T, beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y, dot com and use code TELL20, T-E-L-L, the numbers two, zero, for 20% off your purchase of $100 or more. What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey, 10 things to tell you listeners. As we approach 200 episodes here on the show, I am reaching back into the archives this summer for some of my favorite episodes from our early years that you might have missed. These are 10 things to tell you episodes that really capture the essence of the show, I think, and they are worth a re-listen. I'm also really examining what episodes have worked best since we launched in 2019 and the types of episodes that I want to focus on moving forward. I've put together a listener survey that I would love for you to fill out that would help us plan for episodes that will best serve our audience. That's you. You can find the 10 Things to Tell You listener survey at 10thingstotellyou.com slash survey. And this is your chance to tell me if you like solo episodes best or interview episodes, if you like long episodes or short ones, plus lots more questions for you to weigh in on what matters most to you as a podcast listener. The survey is completely anonymous. And again, you can find it at 10thingstotellyou.com slash survey. Thanks so much for listening to 10 Things to Tell You, and I hope you enjoy this classic episode from the archives. And by classic, I mean give me some grace on these older episodes. Solo podcasting, it has a steep learning curve. I'm Laura Tremaine, and I have 10 things to tell you. And you have 10 things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves. And the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. Each episode has a prompt or a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to a friend, or share on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Welcome to this episode of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. I am so happy that you're here. Today's topic is one that pops into my head regularly. It is really useful for just general mindfulness, general paying attention, which is a huge part of what the whole idea of 10 Things to Tell You is about. Yes, it's about sharing of ourselves, But in order to share and really connect with others, or even with yourself, it is imperative that you pay attention. Pay attention to what the person across the table is saying. Pay attention to what your body is telling you. Pay attention to the things out there that are catching your attention. Is there a pattern to the things that just light you up? And of course, on today's topic, it is pay attention to what you skip. I first came across this idea a couple of years ago, I think, I'm not positive, but I think I read about it in Tim Ferriss's book, Tools of Titans. I am an unlikely consumer of Tim Ferriss' content. I am certainly not his usual demographic. If you're not familiar with Tim Ferriss, by the way, he is an entrepreneur who first became famous with the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. Now he's a speaker, a very popular podcaster. He wrote a book a few years ago called Tools of Titans. It's just a compilation of the interviews he's done with high-powered business people and artists and athletes. It was really just the best nuggets from his hours and hours of interviews with these high-powered, highly productive people, and I like this book for morning reading. I could just read about a few inspiring people, learn a few things, and then be on my way. Tools of Titans is also a really good gift book. I will put a link in the show notes. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I read about paying attention to the things that you are skipping or avoiding in this book, Tools of Titans, and it has stuck with me for a few years now. It's a really simple concept that can actually bring about a lot of learning. It is really enlightening when you start to notice the things that you're actively avoiding. Now, please know that I am not saying that you should be paying attention to everything that comes into your orbit. That is a very overwhelming idea. Who in the world would want to do that? But if you start to just pay a teeny bit more attention to the things you're passively avoiding, you might be surprised at what you find there. Notice I said passively avoiding and not actively, purposefully. I made a choice to skip this thing. If you actively choose not to engage in political posts on Facebook, if you go so far as to hide political posts or click the see less of this button, that is not what I'm talking about on today's episode. There are a lot of just common sense things that a person might avoid just because really doesn't need a lot of analysis. Although, I mean, maybe that's worthy of another episode, like what are the things you are actively not paying attention to? My list on that topic would be The Bachelor or the NFL or something like that. So these aren't the things that are like, yeah, not for me. The things we're talking about today are those that give you a little twinge. Maybe they make your heart race for a second or make you feel like you can't get away fast enough. The easiest examples here are going to be on social media, so I'm just going to start there. Even if you're not on social media very much at all, I'm going to talk about what this looks like in person in a second. But today, I want you to pay a little bit of attention to the things that you just scroll quickly by. I know you have these things. We all do. Maybe it's not a topic. Maybe it's a person. Someone, the second you see that they've posted, you cannot scroll quickly enough to get on past your eyesight. You get like a twinge, a yucky feeling, maybe a red hot shame feeling or like even disgust. Not like a can't look away disgust, but more just a total avoidance. La 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 la. Next thing. Next thing. You're not even letting yourself examine why this topic or this person or this type of post is bothering you. You're avoiding it so hard that you'll barely acknowledge that it's a thing you're skipping. This isn't something that you can make like a snarky, sarcastic comment about. This is deeper than that. and use promo code TELL for 15% off and free shipping available exclusively to our listeners for a limited time. Y'all know that I love to play games on my phone to unwind and I am always looking for a new one to download and I recently ran across two dots. And I want to tell you about it. Two Dots is a free-to-download puzzle-based game that involves connecting dots through relaxing puzzles while unlocking levels and collecting prizes along the way. There are different gameplay modes to make the experience unique and exciting with every single puzzle. There are over five thousand distinct puzzles with various power-ups and special dots ready to earn as you move through the levels the in-app music and visually stimulating interface provide a soothing experience when you just want to relax and unwind not only is two dots free to download but it can also be played without internet connection so playing on the go offline is a breeze and if you don't want to play alone you can challenge your friends on facebook as well as connect with the larger two dots community for even more engagement If you're looking for the perfect game to help you relax, but also keep you engaged, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS. Now let's take it out of the context of social media. Maybe this is a thing that's happening in your real life. You are skipping seeing a person or driving past a location. You are changing the subject at dinner when this comes up. Again, not because you could articulately explain what the problem is here, if we could articulate the problem, then that's not even what I'm asking you to pay attention to. The task here is to peek at the things you're skipping altogether. Head down, walking fast, not even thinking about what you're not thinking about. I'm going to share when this has happened to me. A few years ago, I realized that I was scrolling really quickly by anyone who was getting really religious in their social media posts. This was not one particular take on religion. This was not me being like, live and let live, I'm going to keep scrolling. No, this was anyone of any stripe. If they talked about God in their posts, I went fast on by. Now, when I noticed this, it made no sense to me because If you know me in real life or if you know me even online, I occasionally talk about God in my posts. I definitely do in person. God and religion, they are just not something that I actively avoid at all. So why suddenly was I like, nope, 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 scroll, scroll, scroll. And I'd probably been doing this for a while before I noticed it. That's kind of how this tends to work. In fact, I think it was the first thing Maybe I noticed about myself after I'd run across the idea of paying attention to what you skip. So clearly it was something worth examining. By the way, I think we all know the difference between something worth examining and something that's just, I don't know, shrug your shoulders and not interesting. When I realized that I was skipping religious stuff, well, yeah, like that's something I knew in my heart that I should just sit with for a minute. What I came up with after I noticed this, and I'm not going to spin out into a whole religion thread here because that's not the point of this episode, but just to tell you my thought process on it, once I realized I was avoiding religious type posts and that it wasn't just a mood, that it was something that had kind of become a consistent thing, I sat with it and sort of asked my intuition what that was all about. If you are new here, we do have a lot of new listeners around here this summer, welcome. But I do talk a lot about listening to your intuition. And there are a few ways to do that. One is by asking it literally on a piece of paper. There is a weird thing that happens in your subconscious when you do it this way. I talk a lot more about that on episode 9, the 10 Ways to Journal episode. Another way to tap into your intuition is just to sit quietly, kind of meditating on the question at hand and just see what comes up. Depending on your own belief system or where you are in your own growth, maybe this feels like prayer for you. Maybe this is asking a higher power. Since I believe that intuition and God and all of that are all tied up together, that's a little bit of both for me. And what came to me when I sat quietly with it was that it wasn't the actual Religion part or even the God part that made me scroll a little faster, it was some of the people I was following who posted in this way. It was a language from my youth. Obviously, there was some unresolved stuff there. It was some basic theology ideas that I just don't believe anymore. And once I got to the root of what I was shying away from – Once I confronted it head on in my journal, I realized that it just, it started to bother me less. It was truly that age-old thing about shining light on something makes it less scary. It takes the silence away. That it's the stuff that stays in the dark that you're always afraid is going to jump out and bite you. And acknowledging it, even if just to myself, that I no longer believe something or that sometimes the way people talk about God makes me uncomfortable, well, then it wasn't a thing I needed to skip anymore. I just needed to make the acknowledgement. My consciousness and subconsciousness aligned. So that's one way to do this exercise this week. Notice something you're avoiding, you're skipping, and then look at it. Sit with it. Does it matter? No? Then give it no more thought. Yes, it does matter a little. Okay, well, what here is giving you a twinge? Because it is always about you and not about the thing or not about the other person. If there is someone in your life or someone in your social media feed, sometimes this person is a total stranger that sets off all your bells, jealousy, fury. Maybe they make you feel less than. If they're just being their own dang self, just living their life and something about it drives you crazy, that is about you and not about them. Again, there's a distinction. Sometimes people are just annoying, like or they're mean, or you know, there's something that you can really explain why you don't like them. That is different from the person who is just doing their own thing, staying in their lane, whether you know them in real life or not, and something about it drives you bananas. Ask yourself why. What is it about them that is triggering something ugly in you? And do I get an award for making it this far in this episode without using the word triggered? Listen, I know that word has become sort of an eye roll. I actually don't like that word at all myself, But much like the word journey, which I do really like the word journey, sometimes it's just the most appropriate choice. So I'm going to say it again. What is being triggered here? You avoid this person at social events. Maybe you hate follow a person on social media. But then you just cannot scroll quickly enough when their name comes up. This is something to stop avoiding, you guys. This is something to give a few minutes of thought to. Don't just go unfollow your hate follow. Think about why first. Not why to unfollow. Definitely do not hate follow people. It is not good for you or for them. But go ahead and click that unfollow button. Just don't do it mindlessly. Give it a minute of attention. Just pay attention is all I'm asking. I already gave a social media example, so now I'm going to give a real life example. I knew someone a long time ago in one of my social circles who just, she just made me nervous. Not in a jealousy way and not in a you're not my cup of tea way. I don't have much problem recognizing when someone rubs me the wrong way or it's just someone that I'm not going to click with. It was not the same with this woman. This person made me nervous. That's really the only thing I can put my finger on about it. And so I just sort of skipped her. We'd be in a whole group and I didn't make much of an effort to, you know, make eye contact and connect on group texts, her input or commentary or whatever. Like I didn't pay it much mind. It sounds like I was being rude. I don't think I was coming off as rude. This was a really big wide circle. And she and I were just not close in it. It wasn't like I was giving her the cold shoulder or anything. I promise I wasn't. She was not reaching out to me either. I just realized that I was skipping her. I was doing the human equivalent of scrolling quickly past this person because she made me nervous. And then something happened, a particular event or a party or something, I I can't remember, and I became aware of what I was doing. Like it sort of dawned on me that I had been subconsciously avoiding this woman. And I wrote in my journal about it. I was just sort of writing from a place of, isn't this interesting? This person makes me nervous. And as I'm writing and thinking about it, I start to become aware that I was actually intimidated by her. And this surprised me a little because she had a a strong presence and everything, but from the outside, there was not something obvious that I could put my finger on about why she was intimidating, other than maybe a self-possession that she had. So in some ways, even though it didn't look it or feel like it, there was a little bit of envy there. There was just a little bit of her mirroring back, to me, something that I wanted more of. Something about her caught me at just the right angle to show me a small weakness that I was ignoring. And all of that had nothing to do with her. It was totally about me. It was something I was avoiding in me. But then it becomes my teacher, right? The very fact that I was avoiding someone and couldn't quite understand why she made me nervous, that small thing ended up teaching me something about myself. And on social media, where this happens a lot more than it does in real life, I think, just because of the sheer number of people and posts that we see every day now, the ones that you avoid for no obviously discernible reasons, there is something for you to learn there. So that's the assignment. That's the prompt that I want you to take to your journal, talk to a friend about, talk to a partner. This week, today even, when you're scrolling, when you're interacting with coworkers or with parents at school, just be paying a little bit of attention to the things you're lightly avoiding. Pay attention to what you skip. Notice a twinge of anything. There are lessons to be learned there, even just small ones, about who you are and how you want to be in the world. This one's subtle, you guys. I can almost guarantee, though, that if you do this, your heart will open, definitely your eyes will open just a little bit more. And please do let me know if you discover something you've just listened to an episode of the 10 things to tell you podcast for show notes and links go to 10 thingstotellyoucom make sure you're following us on facebook and instagram at 10 things to tell you and you can also join our free connection group on facebook to discuss episodes and topics for bonus content ad free episodes and monthly zoom gatherings with me join my secret stuff patreon community by going to 10 things to slash secret stuff thanks for listening